Got my eyes straight ahead, got my head in the game With the red light on, I'm just waiting for the change Okay, I've got a few questions. You, you all know that I talk quite a bit about police because I used to be a police officer with the Queensland Police Service here in Queensland, Australia. Uh, so the area that I was in was a uh, uh, covert physical surveillance. That Sorry, I did general duties and all that kind of thing, but uh, later on during policing, I did covert physical surveillance for quite a few years. I've loved it absolutely loved it so thus i talk quite a bit about police now talking about police i think that a lot of the problems we're having here in queensland in and in australia in general when i look at some of the issues coming forward with police is uh poor leadership and i believe that uh a lot of police the police hierarchy um police are trained to be managers in the leadership skills are very lacking and also we've had some inquiries with uh to do with the way the police here in queensland deal with domestic violence uh and some other issues within our within our society and uh the queensland police have been told they need to change the way they do things they also need changes within their leadership they're like at the very top um as far as I can see, they haven't really made those changes. They've made, uh, they've spoken about things. They've started to put things in place, but you know, going on two years now, uh, still haven't really made any, a lot of changes. But uh, they've also been struggling with, uh, with recruitment. Now they've turned, they've started to turn the recruitment issues around. Uh, they've got, as I said, talked about before, they've got a lot of young people coming in, who they've talked about. Um, you know, they've been bringing people in because they they've been searching for people who are interested in money and lifestyle and as i've said before if that's what you're looking for is people who want money and lifestyle well you're going to get issues because these are people who are only interested in money and lifestyle which in my opinion are not the type of people that you need as police officers because they're not actual leaders they're just selfish that's the kind of personality i think you'll get however the other thing the other people that um here in queensland they've been looking at is they've been chasing people from overseas, getting, uh, you know, people who have uh, experience, experience in policing overseas. They've been recruiting from overseas and giving a lot of incentives. They've got a lot of incentives going. If you want to, you know, get paid to move over here and, you know, have everything just basically laid out for you, Queensland Police is where it's at. Now, Queensland, that's Queensland Police. Just before the very end of last year, very, very, and actually I think it was only five days ago, so sorry, at the very start of this year, the Daily Telegraph had an article, the headline says, Cop Exodus, 35 million in police missing from New South Wales streets. The New South Wales Police saved, the New South Wales Police Force saved a staggering $35 million uh, last year on wages because of the growing number of cops quitting the force and not being replaced. Now, you know, um, police leaving in New South Wales, New South Wales is the uh, the largest state, as in the largest, uh, it's got the largest population in Australia out of our states. That would be, 
you know, I mean, police numbers are probably a bit cyclical, and I think uh, they probably had the same issues as Queensland, uh, probably making some bad decisions along the way with their leadership. However, that um, that headline, that headline about police leaving, I'll just bring up this other story for you. Um, why so many police are quitting the force? This other story has been written in 2021, and it's just talking about how hundreds of police officers who love their jobs are leaving the force because of its impact of their on their health and it's costing taxpayers hundreds of millions. New South, New South Wales police officer turnover has almost doubled since 2015 with 728 officers leaving the force last year. So this story was written in 2021, now going on three years ago. A couple of days ago, they released another story, the mass exodus costing them, you know, they're saving $35 million, but they're losing all these police officers. Queensland has been losing a lot of police officers, a lot of experience, a lot of experience is going out the door. A lot of people are just very unhappy with the leadership, the way they do things, and and they can see the poor leadership skills. Okay, when it comes to the the people running running things, including the police minister, Mark Ryan. Uh, you know, we've got some extremely poor leadership, and yet they're allowed to continue on with the the police hierarchy here in Queensland. I think the same thing's happening in New South Wales. And as I said, so now they're recruiting all these other people who are interested in money and lifestyle. We're also bringing in people from, in from overseas. This is in Queensland. So I thought, oh, this is all very interesting because, you know, Australia's policing is, uh, uh, it seems like all the experienced officers are leaving. Experienced officers are leaving and we're getting young people who are interested in what my, my opinion is, uh, their interest or the things that really driving them to become police are not the kind of issues that you would, I would think would, uh, would uh, bring out the best in people. If you actually want a good police officer. And then we're all getting these people from overseas. And then I saw this story come up and I did a little bit of looking into what, what they're actually talking about. I'm going to bring up this article because I think, actually, I don't know what to think. Just look at this. Los Angeles looking to allow illegal immigrant police officers to be armed for 24-7. This is written very end of last year, December 26, 2023. So basically what it is, you know, Barack Obama brought in this thing with all these um, people who came into America as illegal immigrants, but the ones who came in as children, so they're still illegal immigrants. However, he's brought in some program and allowed them to become, to join the police, even though technically they're illegal immigrants. So actually, I'm going to read, I'm going to read this article here. This is actually Police Mag. LAPD working to allow non-citizen DACA officers to carry off duty. So the topic of DACA, can't remember what that stands for, but it's it's to do with um, illegal immigrants. De deferred action for childhood arrivals. It's okay. The topic of DACA recipients working as police officers is complicated and raises many legal and safety questions, including whether a non-citizen should ever arrest a U.S. citizen 
and what would happen if a darker migrant suddenly loses their legal status? Los Angeles Police Chief Michael Moore says his department is taking the nationwide lead on a unique immigration challenge allowing non-citizen DACA, this is the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals recipients who become sworn officers, the ability to carry a firearm full-time. On Tuesday, Moore said the Los Angeles Board of Police Commissioners unanimously approved the outline of a policy that would allow DACA recipients the capacity to carry a firearm off the job. Which has largely, which has been largely prohibited by law, because darker recipients are not United States citizens. The topic of darker recipients working as police officers is complicated and raises many legal and safety questions. Whether a, including whether a non-citizen should ever arrest a U.S. citizen, and what would happen if a darker migrant suddenly loses their legal status. So he's saying there's more followers saying, I don't foresee them losing the status. What we see instead is a trend across the country going the other way, recognizing that darker recipients otherwise are fully functional members of our society. Listen, I was reading all this about the these people who came across, okay, these immigrants that came across, they're technically they're illegal, um, but they've been allowed to become police officers. And now being given the ability to carry firearms full-time. But I was thinking about this with our own situation here. So Queensland, obviously, we had an issue not being able to recruit enough officers. They've opened it up to try and get more people in from overseas. More migrants come in to be the police officers. New South Wales has a big issue with police officers leaving. What are they going to do? At the moment, they've just left a big hole, let officers leave. Over the last couple of years, I've heard a lot of theories, a lot of conspiracy theories about bringing in, uh, bringing in the United Nations military and using them as a as a kind of a quasi police force. Now, I've never, never really brought into it. But it's got to make you wonder. New South Wales has an issue with a lot of police leaving, losing a lot of experience, and they just then don't seem to be trying to make up the numbers. Queensland have had issues with people leaving, and part of their part of them trying to stem the flow or trying to uh, stop the issue with the lack of police is bringing police from overseas america and we often follow the lead of america allowing what would normally who would normally be illegal illegal immigrants they can now become police officers and now carry firearms 24 7 it makes me wonder where australia is heading all these theories, all these conspiracies about, you know, getting international, getting the United Nations to come in and police Australia. Is that where we're heading? Eventually, is this where we're going? Is this what our government's trying to do? Just, just get foreign nationals to come in and be police. 
I don't it's it's one thing to say, okay, you know, it's just poor leadership and these these people are making all these mistakes and uh, they're pushing these people out. But what I'm starting to worry about is so what I'm starting to question is what is their end goal? I mean, other than the end goal of what I believe is a biblical, you know, uh, follows the biblical line. What is their end goal? How do they want to continue policing in a in a country like Australia, in a state like Queensland and New South Wales? You know, this isn't some third world country where you can just, you know, would just accept foreign forces in on our land. But are they trying to get find a a backdoor way to get foreign nationals in to get some kind of foreign force in to police us? Is that what they're trying to do? Or am I reading way too much into it? You know, it's it just seems like America is doing these things and, and changing their laws to allow these people who would normally be, who would have been considered illegal immigrants, now all of a sudden they can be police officers. Changing laws, changing laws. And what's Australia doing? Queensland started bringing in immigrants, people from overseas with policing experience. New South Wales just leaves a big hole in their policing force. And it's like, well, we'll just follow Queensland's lead. We'll bring in police from overseas, or we can't bring in enough. Maybe we'll just bring in the United Nations. Is that where they're going with this? Or am I just being an absolute crazy person? Just asking the question, because... It just seems strange to me. It seems strange. Let me know what you think. Thanks for listening to The Slippery Slope. They just fuel the desire They will take me higher I'm on fire because Nothing's gonna bring